I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. My Spirit Animal's a deer, and this could be... A podcast, My Spirit Animal's with two kind of bridges. I'll find that out later. You'll find it. You'll see it. It's called the Hodag. It's from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. You know, home of Rhinelander Extra Dry. Hodag. How do you spell it? H-O-D-A-G. It's a mythical beast. It's found in the woods in northern Wisconsin. All right. I'm just going to do Hodag. I won't do mythical creature. Yeah. There's, There's a, a okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. There's a hodag. It looks like a giant iguana with uh fangs. I don't know teeth. if it's I don't know if it's furry or if it's hmm. like It looks reptilian. It's the official symbol of Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Got that going for us. Hodag captured by oh. Eugene Shepard in eighteen ninety three. We're gonna yeah. have to look at this. Yeah, that's not real. That's fake. Of course it's fake. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, uh, did, did you this ever... Is, this this thing doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a hodag. So in 1893, newspapers reported the discovery of a hodag in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. The articles claimed the hodag had the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thick, like... short legs set off by huge claws, the back of a dinosaur, and the long tail with spear spears at the end. The reports were instigated by well-known uh, Wisconsin land surveyor, Timber Cruiser. That's interesting. Timber Tim- Cruiser. What's a Timber Cruiser? And prankster, Eugene Shepard, <laughs> who bad. rounded up a group of local people to capture the animal. The group reported they uh, needed to use dynamite to kill the beast. A photograph of the remains of the charred beast was released to the media. It was the fiercest, strangest, most frightening monster ever to set set razor sharp claws on the earth it became extinct after its main food source all white bulldogs <laughs> became <laughs> scarce in the area that's the perfect that's, now that is a prankster yeah. the hodag has figured prominently in early paul bunyan stories as well interesting, interesting. that is interesting yeah i always thought paul bunyan was one of those great uh what, yeah. what do they call those? Are those American tall tales? Tall tales. Tall yeah. Tales. yeah, tall tales like yeah. uh, uh, what was the other one? The mm-hmm. the the uh, he had a giant not Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill was one. There was a movie they made. Yeah, it was called Tall Tale. Tall Tale. Yeah, I remember being very excited when that uh, preview he, came we out. We talked about it with Patrick Swayze yeah. and uh, and uh, who else is in it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What it was? Isn't who there was is, played, who played Paul Bunyan? Uh, Oliver Platt, I think, played Paul Bunyan. Yeah. I think I don't know. It was one of those things you saw at Blockbuster, and I was like, "Whoa, oh, boy, I don't want to actually want to see that movie." I never watched that one. I never did either. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is that your favorite mythical beast? I guess. Or are you more of a chupacabra guy? I'm a chupacabra <laughs> man. I think you know that. You know, actually, I'm, I'm uh, the Montauk beast, or the yeah, the uh, what's the exact word? Of the I don't know. The Montauk monster, I believe, is what it is. The Montauk monster. I'm not. I'm not familiar with this. Is that like from? Is this also Wisconsin? No, this is New Jersey. Uh, oh, like the Jersey Devil. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the names for it. But mm. this is a better photo of it. It's probably some prankster. Probably some prankster. But uh, yeah. Here, I'll let you take okay. this one. Uh, the history. The story began in July 23rd, 2008. With an article in the newspaper, the F-22 Raptor, Jenna Hewitt, 26, of Montauk, and three of her friends said that they found the creature on July 12th at the Ditch Plains Beach, two miles east of the district. 
I don't know what that means. Oh, well, you're not from Jersey. Yeah, it's a Jersey right? thing. The beach is a popular for a surfing spot for Rheinstein Estate Park, owned by the town of East Hampton. Jenna okay. Hewitt was quoted, we were looking for a place to sit when we saw some people looking at something. We didn't know what it was. We joked that it was something from Plum Island. This is like inside baseball for uh, like it's a Jersey, Jersey that it's I Jersey don't thing. like. I can't follow. Well, you're uh, familiar with Plum Island? No. So Plum Island, I believe, has a <laughs> nuclear history as well. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Plum yeah, Island. Yeah, during the Cold War, a secret biological disease. weapons program targeting livestock was conducted at the site. Um since 1954, the cent- uh, so sorry, I, I kind of jumped in the middle of that. Yeah. So, uh, Plum Island Animal Disease Center, or the PIADC, as the PIDIC. The PIDIC? The PIDIC? PIADIC? Is the United States federal research facility dedicated to the study of foreign animal diseases of livestock. It is part of the Department of Homeland Security uh, d- Directorate. Yeah, that's what it is. Dire- Directorate of Science and Technology. And operates as a partnership with the United States Department of Agriculture. The facility's director is Dr. Larry Barrett. What's Dr. Larry Barrett's celebrity net worth? Uh, (laughs) But anyway. I mean, like, that's a weird thing to just throw right in there. Well. Okay. Again, it's a Jersey thing. Oh, that's a Jersey thing. Dr. Larry Barrett. Everyone knows that Larry Barrett guy. Larry Barry Barrett. Um, So since 1954, the center has been tasked with protecting animals, livestock, America's livestock from animal diseases. During the Cold War, a secret biological weapons program targeting livestock was conducted at the site, which ended in 1969 when President Nixon declared an end to the United States Offensive Bioweapons Program. Good. Which clearly has stopped. I mean, no one ever does anything like that anymore. Mm, I hope not. It's just like gain-of-function research. We don't do that anymore. Uh, Today, the facility maintains laboratories up up to biosafety level three, three, but has remained... uh, controversial as the results of high risk work in proximity to the New York metropolitan area. So basically we're doing, I'm interested in bio level security three. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's different levels of biosecurity and like how much like, you know, general just, Hey, everybody's wearing just gloves and aprons all the way down to you are in a hermetically sealed suit with air, you know, that doesn't circulate outside of itself and the room itself is absolutely ironclad locked down. This reminds me of something I want to bring up later on, but we'll we'll continue on this, but Yeah. Um I don't know what the levels are. That's true. Yeah, you don't. But I know what the the idea is. Yeah, I mean I can deduce that <laughs> levels yes, that levels mean that yeah. there's a low level and a high level and in between. Yeah. What we're kind of looking at is what is level Level three. So, I mean, I think level five, you know, you want to talk about Wuhan. Because today the facility maintains a level five or level three. Three. I want to say Wuhan is supposed to be, was supposed to be like a level five. I think is level five the highest or is four the highest? Well, you should know. I Well, I don't know. Four is the highest. Four is the highest. Okay. So it seems like it only went down one potential level from what uh, it was operating Yeah. At. All that, so bio three, all laboratory personnel are provided medical surveillance and offered relevant immunizations where applicable. All procedures involving infectious material must be done within biological safety cabinet. So that's like a little hood thing. It's almost like a, looks kind of like a the salad bar a little bit. A sneeze guard. A sneeze guard ish. Uh, then it's also like it's got like ventilation and stuff there as well. So does a buffet tray. Yeah. A sneeze tape, a sneeze guard, yeah. Oh, uh, there's, not, not. there's ventilation. There's all over the place. 
let's see. I'm trying to remember. Let's see here. Uh, bio level three um, can be include. <clears throat> tra- can be transmitted by aerosols or other th- ways. Or is that it? Uh, they include Francesca tularitis, Mycobacterium tuberculosis, Chlamydia, Venezuelan equine enteropathy, mm. Eastern equine stuff, SARS CoV one, MERS CoV. Uh, let's see here. What's some other ones? Well, SARS CoV two, right there. SARS CoV two. So that must have been a level three level plant. Level three. Yeah. It must have been right. Yeah, level four is like th- shit, like Ebola and uh, like dengue fever, not dengue fever. Uh, yeah, like so, shit that like so actually makes it, your dick fall off. Yeah, and just like gluten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lacerate virus. Um, so it must have been a level three. Yeah, I mean it's or it can be. Yeah, it's like well, it's so today scary the facility shit. maintains laboratories up to biosafety level three. So this facility is slated for closure in twenty twenty three. Mark your calendars, folks. Wow. So we're gonna get more Montauk monsters. Hmm. It's interesting. Plum Island actually looks the the picture of Plum Island here is pretty, pretty picturesque. Well, it's a le, it's just a it's a legit island with yeah. just a giant facility on it. It's interesting because the Montauk monster. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good pretty good photo right there on the Wikipedia page yeah. of the, you know, monsterish type thing. Yeah. Let's see if we can find a description of what the Montauk monster. Uh, William Weiss, director of Stony Brook University uh, Living Marine Resources Institute, inspected the photo along with a colleague. We don't get the name of the colleague. Yeah, they deemed the creature. It was a woman. Well, of course, you know, they deemed the creature a fake. Of course, right? Why not live in a magical, mystical world where there's things that we, you know, create? Anyway, although Weiss's next best guess was that the creature could be a diseased dog or coyote, which had been in the sea for a while, quote-unquote, Weiss discounted the following general possibilities. Raccoon? No. The legs appear to be too long in proportion of the body. Sea turtle. Sea turtles do not have fur or teeth. Oh, easy, Mr. Science. (laughs) Listen here, Mr. (laughs) Scientist. Uh, Rodent? Rodents have two large distinctive incisor teeth in the front of their mouths. Now, if I go back to this, my mind goes to rodent quick. I almost feel like it... Looks like a uh, like a copy borrow or something like that, with it, all of its fur missing. I got you. Yes, yes, yes. A dog, a dog, or other canines such as a coyote. The corpse is dog-like, but the eye ridge and feet do not match. But no one's saying this is a perfect dog or like a typical dog. Like, right, it's a diseased dog. This is a de- this is a diseased animal. Yeah, we're oh, going to say well. we don't know exactly what it is because that there is a beak like thing to it yeah and then the hands are very claw-like and it's Paul, rodent-like. can you pick up a pi- well, so can you go to the, i just want to see the zoomed in picture I, sure. I'm not, the, I feel like this isn't giving it justice um can we do i just said it as your background image quite frankly quite frankly why can't we do well here we're gonna get a bunch of other pictures oh, look at that. oh i oh. love when there's just a bunch of chinese writing on a website that oh that's it well it's pinterest so it's pinterest so oh that looks fake as fuck sure but here's the thing this is where my mind goes to so i remember we were playing a show down by the mississippi river okay and uh the the, the owner of the place said yeah the other day we had a we had a, a, a river rat come in here and i was like oh like a you know, like a 
person that's been on the river for a long time and everything like that? And he's like, no, no, like like a river rat. Like a big old rat. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, they're like just, they're these giant rats. And then like he put his hands out. I mean, it was the size of a medium-sized dog. Yeah. Is what he, what he described it as. And I'm like, you're going to need to, you're going to need to back the story up a <laughs> sure. little bit, bud. Because first off, I had no idea these fucking things existed. <laughs> Right. Um, and then you said it came into this. Pl- you it walked into the restaurant. So a river rat walks into a bar. Right. And um, <clears throat> and so then I was driving the other day. And so th- when I see th- uh, this picture, I'm like, uh, could that be the thing that lives in an, uh, lives in part of the sure. ocean that we don't we just don't fucking know? Well, we don't go down there because we don't go down there. And it came up once, and it looks yeah. like that because that's what you have to look like to live in the fucking ocean. Anyway, so I was driving the other day. And it's interesting that this all came up. Mm-hmm. I saw. A river rat on the side of the road run over. Dude. Giant fucking thing. Jig, big old Just, rat. And it was run over. It was right was by it the dark river. or was it like I mean, the, it was the body? Was was it a dark brown or? Yeah. It wasn't an opossum. No, no, no. O- no. Opossums also have that same. Yeah, no, it was dark. It was dark. Tail. Yeah, it was dark brown. And it, uh, it, it had, I mean, I drove by it, but it was enough I would know like would, an opossum. I know. I know an opossum. Yeah. Here's a crazy thing. Ready for this? Uh, oh, there are not possums in, in America. There's no possums in America. They're all opossums, yeah. which I thought is dumb. Like, I don't know. It's a common misconception. Well, because who says opossum? It sounds wrong. It does, but I mean. Like, no, you just put O in front of it, the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and here's the thing. They look pretty much exactly like. It's called an O-dog. Yeah. It's called an O-cat. O-cat. But anyway, so I, so I saw one for the first time, and I was like, holy what I could assume. Otherwise, it was a giant fucking rat. Just a giant rat. But it was, Yuck. it was very big. Is it similar to that? It's similar. Yeah. Um. It doesn't have the beak. The beak is yeah, the, the throwing thing that throws you off. That beak is weird. That's uh, which makes me having like. Well, you don't buy anything that I'm selling. You don't buy anything that's anyone selling you. Uh, I well. No. If I throw something to you that you've never heard about, you're yeah, not. Gonna be I'm like, not. Oh yeah, I totally believe that. I'd, yeah, I'm skeptical. I mean, that's your defense mechanism. I don't know if it's a defense mechanism, but yeah, I mean, I believe I I don't I question a lot of things. But you don't. But you like looking at that and saying, okay, I don't have. You don't have to say this is real or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know you have to say this photo's real or not. Uh, yeah. Right. But could you could you put yourself in a world where there is a species of animal that lives? That we don't that, know about. That we don't know about. Yeah, that of course. So happened to be discovered, or so yeah. happened to be found right now. Sure, sure. But, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. I always go back. I mean, the ocean. How much of the ocean is undiscovered? Well, like we've mapped like, more of Mars than we have of the ocean the floor. Ocean. It's because it's it's a giant pain in the ass. Uh, my the thing is that it's kind of telling for me that something's messed up here. Of course, is that the there's the ridge around like the head, where it looks like it could be sewn or or. Something could be lopped off and resewn oh, back on, and I'm not or just to, a Photoshop. Yeah, right? I'm not. I'm not saying that this yeah. photo is real. Same, the same thing with the hands. Also, the hands. Also, there's like a clear delineation between, you know, the front of the hands that are weird claw-like, and then the back just looks like going into a regular animal. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it could be anything. Um, it could be anything. That's that's the thing about it, like where it's, it's like 
I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and defend. I saw it with my own eyes. Now, if I saw it, right. with my, I saw no. a river rat for the first time. Yeah, I'm I like, believe. Oh that. fuck, that's. I believe that you saw a river rat, Bobby. I believe that you think you saw a river rat. <laughs> I question whether or not it's a possum. It's. It wasn't because it was down by the river big. too. God, possums are. I, mean, I. I thought about pulling over and just being like, I need to see this. I need act. to investigate. Need to really further. go. <laughs> Honey, get my me. get my surgical bag. Oh, my wife is not with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, no. Have you ever inspected any roadkill? <clears throat> um, so story time. <laughs> One time, a girl in high school shows up at school, and her car is absolutely covered head to toe in blood. Just like, <laughs> like literally, it looks like somebody. Women a, drivers. <laughs> so women drivers. Am I right? Like literally, Alice Cooper just went went to his reserves of buckets of blood and just like threw it all over the fucking car. Guar, guar, and I was like, she's like, yeah, I hit a, I hit a deer, I hit a deer. I'm like, no, you didn't hit a deer. <laughs> what do you mean you hit it? Like this, <laughs> you is exploded not... a deer. She's like, and then I was driving and the, turned the windshield wipers on and it made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So like. Uh, Oh, so we were talking about it, and, I was, and we're like, oh, you know, it's on, it was on the way home, and she's like, where, did I'm she like, get to school? Or? Yeah, she got to school, and then like, her dad hired another kid to go clean it up. So she was coming to school. Yeah, she and was hit coming to school and hit a deer. And hit a deer. It was just absolutely just the entire car was absolutely just covered. What in, color was the car? Uh, it was I mean, a, before it, this. It was it was like a brown. It was like a tan. Okay. So it wasn't like like white white yeah <laughs> it was white and there was i mean like and there's like oh you, you, i can see bits and pieces of like intestine and stuff just hanging around mm-hmm. so i'm like oh okay so then i'm like actually you know what that's like right on the way home was like it, for me was there any uh damage to the car i mean if no, you obliterated no, you, what kind no. of car was this uh i like want to say i want to say like like a buick like like a maybe early 90s buick maybe late 80s buick something like that something built in america Built in this U.S. of A. So it can obliterate a deer <laughs> and still get you to school. Right. And uh, you're going to have a hard time sleeping for a little bit. But I mean, so I went there. So I was driving home like, hey, I wonder if that's the deer. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was. And it was just like it looked like somebody like field dressed this deer. Like it's, you know, its body was there, but all of its internal organs everything like from the rib cage down was just opened up and just scraped out. Really? And I'm like. This is the most. Re- I mean, so the body was still like intact, in, intact as far as like being in being one a, piece. Yes, but huh. it was like just totally opened up. It like it literally looked like it had been field dressed. And I'm like, this is. Oh, maybe she was a psychopath. Mm, she was no, she no, she's not. She was a nice girl. She's hmm. she's a nice woman. I think she, here's what she did. Go on. She she murdered a deer. She took all the entrails. She blood sacrificed her car. I don't. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> deer are already th- down on a river bottom. Was always they were always thick down yeah, there. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like around in the Midwest. You always got to keep your eye out for the keep deer. Your eye out. Uh, the I, deer is my spirit animal, so I've always felt a kinship to them. Really? Do you know what your spirit animal is? I know. Like we'll look it up. I'm like like what do you mean? Uh, th- like your your month like a horoscope. You have a corresponding. Oh, you have a corresponding animal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm supposed to. I'm trying to remember. I'm a boar. I'm a boar in the Chinese. Well, in the, yeah. I mean, and I think I'm, I'm a, a cancer. I think I'm a rat. I think. Are in, you a rat? No, I think. 
I'd have to look that up. 1985. Well, the, my my wife is uh, an ox. So that's there. Yeah, my wife, if you if you want to buy into, you know how stars align and the everything. ox and rat are friends. So oh. like when the rat, it was the year of the rat, <sighs> it's a good year for the ox. Uh, I find that interesting. My wife, um, like everything in her horoscope, no matter who or what version you look at it. It's it's an ox, and it's like, well, you are a stubborn piece of shit. Oh, yeah. well, she's not a real piece. Are of Are you shit. talking about me or your wife? My wife. Okay, but like literally, absolutely everything from, you know, what's in the rising and everything. So you're a woodpecker. Oh well, that's. You're a woodpecker, right? Because your birthday again yeah. is June or July. July fourteenth. Yeah, look at you. It's Bastille Day. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Are we friends? Yeah, it's Bastille Day. Okay, so... Joe's Jane Lynch's birthday. That's how I remember her. <laughs> That's how I remember That's how I should remember. I'm a woodpecker. You're like, a woodpecker. Let's, let's get through meetings. Let's go 102 spirit animal list. And remind me to tell you about crazy people at school, okay? Okay. Because I want to come back to this, but also I want to delve into your spirit animal. Like, well, hold on. How do I know what my spirit animal is? It was based on your uh, birthday. But there was only like... This has a list of 102... Yeah, that one right. had like 12. You're right. All right. We got to find is, uh, I, something he, correct here. The big thing is at no mm. point right now do I want to go through kind of a hundred question survey oh, to no. find out what my oh, spirit I wanna, animal is. I want to just blind, you know, whatever let's just go moon was in the rising or whatever. Woodpecker spirit animal. By month. Well, no, no, no. We'll just go woodpecker spirit animal. See if we, Let's get a Wikipedia post, for God's sake. This is a weird thing. You think this is too good for Wikipedia? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Here it I, goes. People with the woodpecker totem have the power of rhythm in their blood. I, well, I, that's I, wrong. I, that's I, wrong. I, oh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Have you seen me dance? Let's let's hear a clap. Okay, ready? One, two, three, four. Okay, I stand corrected. Okay, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Got they it. have a connection to the heartbeat of the earth. Done. <laughs> and the cycles that rule it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Folks with this spirit animal totem can shake up the awareness of others just by being around them. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Like, like the, the toucan. Like the toucan. Now that's more, <laughs> I think that's more your style. I'm more, I'm more of a toucan. They can also grab everyone's attention with the simplest of words. Yeah. I think you're more of a toucan, my yeah, friend. I'm more of a friend. toucan. Toucan rebar <laughs> over here. Uh, thus, they understand the power of their words. I don't understand the power of their words. And use them sparingly I, and precisely to get their point across. Oh, no. Sparingly? No. Absolutely not. Sparingly. I, and like precisely. No. It's a scatter shot. <laughs> Often, these people will be the first to draw everyone's attention to what needs to get done. Uh, I mean, I, there's, I think there's that's, some of that. Yeah, there's some, some of that. I like the... Thus, yes. they understand the power of their words I mean, and use them sparingly and precisely. I know the power of my words. However, Thus I don't it, know the precisely. <laughs> now, the toucan it's, has a hyperlink here. I'm kind of interested. Maybe you Tell need me to, about the toucan. Now, just even seeing a toucan, I'm like, that's more Nathan's speed. It's time to get out there and meet new people and try new things. That's what the toucan says. I, I mean... Isn't that yeah. how you live life? Hey, listen. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, I mean, and we're getting out and meeting new people. 
People with the toucan totem are confident and gifted communicators. That's me. Like the catfish. Now we got another hyperlink here. Jesus, stop giving me these, man. (laughs) They have an affinity for the written and spoken word. I'm not written. I mean, you like spoken word. Yeah. They love to be the center of attention. That's me. And are willing to take risks to get their attention. Yeah, they stand on a bridge with a handgun. Okay. Folks with those the toe can. Char- those toad. charges got dropped. <laughs> those charges way. got dropped. But well, you can't. You can't be charged for killing yourself, can you? Uh, in some countries, not in the good old U.S. of A. Folks with the toe, uh, toucan totem are often very social creatures, but prefer to socialize in smaller groups of four to six people. Mm, okay, sure. They dream of traveling uh, to far off lands, but tend to stay close to home and finding their adventures in life. So let me tell you about my program, Travel the Tri-States, where I go around in a 50-yard, 50-mile radius of my house. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're really hitting what your real spirit animal is. Sometimes these people uh, forget how their words can affect others and will speak inappropriately. Yeah, that's me in a heartbeat. Wow. However, their intentions are always pure. True. Yes. And is usually just a small misunderstanding of meaning. It, right. You are a toucan. I'm a toucan. You are a toucan. I'm a toucan if the day is long, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> like the angelfish, they can also be colorful and unpredictable. They can find peace in small pla- spaces. Have you ever been to his house? Yeah. Uh, when they need to rest and replenish, they will seek out a cozy nook to relax. And no, not really. I don't. Well, you don't really relax. I don't really re- replenish either. Yeah. Occasionally, toucan totem people will spread themselves a little bit too thin. That's well, me. After all, uh, they are actors and writers and musicians and storytellers, but not it, artists. Here's the deal: I am all four of those things. Just I'm not a music. I'm a musician. No, I'm joking. Not <laughs> I don't want to go down that line. I'm joking. That's we joke. were now we're going to talk. <laughs> no, about no it. we're not going to strap yourself in. No, okay? we're not going to talk about it. No, no, no. We've had that conversation. We've Go had to that conversation. Thirty. Uh, can we? I think this is this, this is, is me. This is me. Can we do? I'm going to derail just for two seconds because yeah. I want to get this in here, and, and I legitimately want response. People in Kokomo uh, is better than Billie Eilish. Like entire people, category. everybody in France and and Ireland and the UK, get, please chime in, tweet at us, do something, write us a fucking email. I don't care what it is. The question is, what is better? Kokomo by the Beach Boys or any song by Billie Eilish. I think that's a to- that's a tough road. I think the debate can be made either way. I am curious about hearing this. And quite frankly, if you can get this into the ears of Rick Beato or uh who's the guy Finney, who's the guy who does this song stinks? I I don't the the guy that does this song stinks. The guy who does this song stinks. Mm-hmm. It, like I would love to hear pros cons. I because I, I really legitimately believe a case could be made either way. Yeah, I know, and it's and it's less to do with because my my side of it is I think Kokomo is better than the entire catalog of yeah. Billie Eilish's catalog. Yeah. So it's not because I think Billie Eilish's songs are bad. It's because I think that Kokomo is a better song and a more underrated song than people give it credit for. There's a lot going on. It's a very good song. Is it overplayed? Sure. So are Billie Eilish songs. That's a feather I in just, each of their cap. I just want to lay officially on the record. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, Co- I'll, Kokomo is a good song that it's just underrated. It's a very underrated song. Absolutely. And it's a good song. Yeah. There's nothing outside of like living in the, I mean, the age of radio when it, when it's played. Yeah. I mean. Okay. 
if I because what were we doing? We were so we were driving. Oh, hold on, hold on. I don't want to get into this because I don't care. No, 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 no. Oh, no oh, I'm just talking okay. about like how I rediscovered Kokomo. Oh no. Oh. You don't want to? No, I want to drop it. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's go talk about me <laughs> and hmm. being a toucan. No, I'm just saying I would love to hear. This is a call out, please, for the love. We of will God. have an, a, a lofty. This will be a reoccurring <laughs> bit. I went like anytime anybody can tell me, and I, I'll say this because I I couldn't tell you we were talking about this a little bit last night. Yeah, but um, and somebody was angry about it, and it was not either of us. Um, so Billy Eilish's manager was happened to be in the bar. Yeah, and I told him right to his, <laughs> his face. fucking face. <laughs> you your fuck. fucking artist is a worthless talent. Oh, you throw um, the word artist around. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Oh, damn it, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> No 19-year-old should have album of the year. That's yeah. that's not mm. that's okay. not a thing. Anyway, anyway, my 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 overall point with my you uh, love my Billie Eilish uh deep dive that I did is that I'm conflicted. I'm mm. conflicted. I watched the Rick Beato listening to top Spotify 10. top 10 to pop yeah. list and there was a couple of good songs on there and then there was a lot of garbage and then when it got to the number 1, it was just this solo acoustic no auto-tuned vocals going on. I'm like, mm. okay, wait, w- first off, huh? what is this and why is this number one on the pop charts? This doesn't make any sense. Ha- ha- do people like appreciate this kind of music or are they just listening to it because it's this celebrity sure. doing it, right? And then I was like, okay, well, it's probably the latter. It's probably like we're going to listen. That's she fair, could, she could shit on a snare drum and it's like, oh, this is amazing, you know? Yeah, it's pip farting on a snare drum is an airheads reference, by the way. But um, uh, you don't know that. I don't think I don't. I'm trying to remember if I've truly seen oh, airheads. Airheads talk about like I mean, the Kokomo me and, of movies. Me, me and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell next time I run into Brendan Fraser, I'm gonna tell him that, and yep. he'll be like, "Please don't talk to don't me. Talk Get to out me. of my house, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be I'm here. I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call the cops. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. At first, I just thought you were one of those weird yeah. Inkart fans. Margaret, I feel like his wife's name is Margaret. Wife's name should be Margaret. Yeah, Margaret, call the cops. Anyway, um, so we were uh, put a pin in that. By the way, of course we will. We'll come back to Brendan Fraser as we always do on this podcast. <laughs> um, but anyway, I went into, I went into a deep dive of Billie Eilish and how insane her mom is. Her mom. Oh yeah, you're telling me a little bit about a, this, like a B-roll actor. But I, I wanted to finish because we couldn't finish it at the bar when we were, oh, okay. you know, having drinks and stuff like that, and couldn't get to this end where I'm conflicted. And the end of this story is me. I don't know what the fuck to think. Okay. Okay. So, again, the reason why I went on this deep dive is because I heard a song on the yes. Spotify pop charts that was yes. in solo acoustic guitar and an uh, like no auto tuned vocals yes. and a sea of shit, which is already insane. Yeah. And then I go back and I read how desperately starved for fame her mom yes. has been her yeah. entire life, having kids only to make them little famous people. All right, homeschools them. Which again, if I had kids, I would homeschool my kids. So again, I'm like, okay, I agree. I'm conflicted. Agree, conflicted. You know, homeschool. I yeah, I would absolutely, absolutely. Why I, I think homes. I think more people should homeschool their kids. Absolutely. Mm. Just like you should probably. I don't know. Not should, but. Uh, it's probably good to eat a vegetarian meal every once in a while, right? Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Just yeah. every once in a while. Just have a meatless meal. That's fine. Sure. I'm not like, oh my God, cow farts are destroying the earth, but there's nothing wrong with it. Anyway. Sure. 
if every if, also varieties of the spice of life. So. Sure. If one out of every ten people homeschooled their kids, would that take a weight off of the public school system? And uh, oh, is that what the problem is? Maybe. But anyway, that derails my point. She basically homeschooled them, though, to just be famous. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Like the, the, it wasn't learning math and science. It was just, how do you become famous? To the point where she wrote and somehow financed an independent movie of her and, and her, her son, son about finding a guitar under her bed and then bonding over becoming musicians and becoming famous musicians together. Yeah. When he's 13 or 14 years old, which sure. is insane. It's a movie I've never heard of and I've never seen and last night, you tell me existed was the first time I've known of it. And before I read it on Wikipedia, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, because this, this, this is clearly a crazy person. Yeah, who has some kind of connections. You don't just get a movie made. Oh, you do if you just finance it. Again, but her acting credits do not justify. I wonder, like, so th she has no money. She like, has money, there, but is not there another man? Is there somebody else supporting her in this? Like he's a hedge there fund. Has to, there, there has like, to be a financier, right? Somebody, whether it's a, writing the checks, whether it and is a group of people, the, a combination. There's some kind of connection that is as a resource. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean somebody's a resource. There has to be a yeah. resource that she's going to. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like Doctor Quinn, medicine woman, like uh, yeah, lonesome dove style stuff. Yeah, like, she she's never. Anything. She's not receiving residuals yeah. that are like, yeah. okay, now we can live in the Hollywood Hills no. for the rest of our lives. She's Just, not Brendan Fraser. It's not Brendan Fraser, right? I wonder what Brendan Fraser's kids are like. And then, well, he's probably not homeschooling them to be famous because he's a smart man. Well, I mean, but so to each their own. I can just go through, and then it always seemed like uh, in through reading the Wikipedia that Billie Eilish was the 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 afterthought. Like she, the mom had put all the money into the son being famous, yeah, and he wasn't, and the yeah. movie didn't do well, and all this stuff, and yeah. then. He like again through connections whether he was just in the room or not and like she made an album like Billy I, I think she made it with him yeah they made it together or yeah. whatever but clearly I mean you do you do not um, and this is where I get conflicted right as a 16 17 year old as she was and he probably would have been 18 19 mm -hmm. when they made that album I guess the first album that won uh, he might have been 20 21 sure okay you don't know how to you don't know how to run everything. You don't know how to organize everything. You don't know how to do all that stuff. You don't know how to sit inside a major label studio and just piece it all together. Unless her crazy homeschooling was the only thing that allowed that. like sure. that's where I'm conflicted. That's where the thing was like is the crazy person yeah that there's so, the Joe Jackson approach to becoming famous like I don't agree with the methods, but damn if it doesn't produce results. I mean, Tito had his moments. But I don't, you know, I don't like her music. I don't think she's exceptionally talented or anything, but. And you don't think any of her songs, not a single one, no. can beat a Kokomo and a head-to-head -head challenge. Yep, exactly. And that's all I'll say. But I'm conflicted. <laughs> but I'm conflicted because I go back and I'm like. That's I'm all like, I'll say. Well, I go back but and I'm like. another thing. It it just makes me think is the is the crazy no matter how you get there I'm almost like the Tom Brady, Brady approach like the man's clearly insane but damn if he doesn't produce results I watched the whole thing on Trevor Bauer the other day it was like a, it, yeah. was, it was uh, from baseball doesn't exist oh I couldn't watch that I started watching it but yeah go on it was twenty minutes about how Trevor Bauer is basically a crazy person yeah with his training regiment and mm -hmm. he's not a good athlete outside of th outside of throwing a baseball. Mm -hmm. very well he can't do anything else 
Like he can't throw a football. He has no other like athletic talent. That seemed like a very biased video. I, I think I got about like five minutes into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seemed like like we're going to prove a point here by saying all these things and not backing it up by anything. That he's crazy. I, it doesn't. Does, would, it, would it put past you that Trevor Bauer is crazy? And Max nobody, Scherzer is crazy. That uh, nobody likes him. Uh, no, because I don't think that's the case either. I don't. I think he has feuds with people because he says things that makes sense. But I don't like. Uh, knowing his history long before watching that video, yeah. I'm like, he has a feud with Garrett Cole because they pitched on the same team at yeah, UCLA. No, like, but that was because Garrett Cole was being a prima donna in his eyes, and he, he called him out for not being a team player. He didn't go to yeah, him be, not being a team player. I mean, like Garrett Cole though. That's what Garrett oh, like Garrett Cole's, Trevor, Tre- Garrett Cole's not the team player. Yeah, Trevor Bauer accused Garrett Cole of not being a team player. That's interesting. That's what the that's and that has long since been the case because they've had a feud and yeah, he's talked shit about him all the time. It's like high school. Or something. No, that would mean they would they played at UCLA together, which is a college in California. Yeah, I know. Um Trevor Bauer played at the age of seventeen. Uh yeah, baseball? Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, no, no, no. At, at UCLA. Oh, I don't know. He skipped his senior year. Did he skip his senior year? He skipped his senior year of baseball to go play UCLA. Okay. Which I'm like, that's crazy. That is I mean, that is crazy. I mean, but that's the result of probably not getting drafted at a high enough slot. Yeah. And probably in at seventeen. Hold on, how many seventeen-year-olds are getting drafted? Hmm? A, a number, absolutely. Okay. Now, whether they go and play baseball or not, that's a different story. I mean, you as, as a person who loves the story of the first draft pick of the NFL as much as you do, I do. Like, you don't really appreciate how the baseball draft works. Like, I mean, there's yeah, you don't have to do anything. There's hundreds of rounds. I don't. Yeah, I don't. They, get that. At certain points, they start drafting players that are just good at other sports on the off chance that they're going to like. Like Russell Wilson for the Seahawks got drafted by the Texas Rangers in like the 190th round when he was in 190th round. Are you shitting me? Like, we'll go. It was it was insanely late. Yeah. What else? But he went to training camp because he was drafted and he was playing in the fucking NFL at the time. <laughs> Once again, baseball's broken. No, no, no. I mean, it's just they have to fill farm systems. They have to do. They have to. They have to do so much where. You have to throw many, many, many darts at the, at the board okay. in order to get it, uh, to, in order to get like a roster filled. Okay. So I believe you. Rule five selection. Let's see. If, well, well, what the fuck? Why would I? Give me the hyperlink. Open any tab. It's happened. I mean, the Yamir Yager, I believe, for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Who? Yamir Yager, one Yager of the great. Shmirnov? One of the great. Uh, one of the great hockey players. Here's a oh, fourth round pick of the Rockies. Oh, in 2010. So he was a fourth round pick of the Rockies in 2010 before he started playing football in the NFL. Okay. No, this is. And then he was on the Rockies roster, right? So like they, I mean, he wasn't being paid anything, but he was just, he was there. He, they owned the rights to him because he didn't turn down. And then he was a rule five pick by the Rangers. I don't know what that rule five is. So a team has to like, leave players vulnerable to being picked up by other uh league or other uh, teams at a certain point so like they have their pool of players they're like these are our entire pool of players that we are going to protect but we okay. can't protect them all so we have to put we have to really make a choice over like we're going to choose these people and then we're going to leave these people vulnerable now some of those players get picked off and go to other teams others are left over and then you can bring them back onto your roster or like do whatever you want with them okay but he was a rule five pick from the uh for the uh texas rangers and then he okay. went to 
So this is all before Russell Wilson became Russ, let Russ cook, you know. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand this. I know you don't. I don't understand this at all. Like, no. Nope. 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 Hardcore. Hard pass. No way. Huh. You're just going to ignore why, why like, Trevor Bauer would ex- would skip uh, his senior skip year his se- no, yeah. to go no. start playing baseball. No, That's why he said, would do it. Also, Because the money wasn't better. Also, it said that he uh, he had problems with his high school coach. Sure. Is he a hothead? Absolutely. I mean, but I think no. I think so he's just Max a weirdo. Scherzer. I think he's just a, the, the the picture that was painted is that he's just a weirdo. Okay. And that he's a weirdo, and that he like but, he, he has. But this video wasn't put a, out. Almost a um, a, a com, you know, compulsive way of just hunting down the best way to throw a fucking pitch. No, just, because okay, because just, we've also watched a video of Trevor Bauer before the allegations happened yeah, too, yeah. where he it's actually pretty well documented that he was trying to point out that people were doing this, and this goes back oh, yeah, to yeah. the Garrett Cole feud yeah, because yeah. Garrett Cole, and again, I have to give you some baseball history because I know you don't watch it and you don't care about it, but Garrett Cole, right? He's a he is one of the best pitchers in baseball. And his with, spin rate went up and X, Y, and Z. But he was... He, foreign substances. So we came up through the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. Okay, he was a top prospect. He had yeah. a couple good years, and then he fell off, and he was bad, all right? And then they traded him to the tech, uh, the Houston Dodgers. Astros. No, the Astros. Houston That's Astros. Right. All of a sudden, he becomes not only just yeah, as good as he was in the past, but better, yeah. like best pitcher in baseball. And he maintains that for a few years. And then he signs a huge deal with the Yankees, and he's been that. It's Trevor Bauer going back to his feud with him, yeah. it set off to be like, no, this is a thing that's happening in baseball. I, I, I 100% understand what's going on with the but before, substance. But, yes. but, but that video is long before the allegations came out of yeah. everything. This video, the the baseball doesn't exist video that they put out, is all just a kind of clickbait, we're going to shit on him because it's easy to shit on him right now. Oh, I wouldn't say that they're shitting on him. I think they're trying to give like a very long, he has a very long history of but you could paint that for any player. Like again, I would bring up Max Scherzer is also a pitcher who has been known to be crazy. He's been known to just be like intensely competitive. Tom Brady is another example in a yeah. different different sport. Yeah. Intensely competitive. Yeah. Michael Jordan in another sport is intensely yeah. competitive. Yeah. You can make that video for anybody. Yeah. Michael Jordan didn't get along with his high school baseball coach. Michael Jordan didn't get along with yeah. his high he punched Steve Kerr. Blah blah yeah. blah, blah. But the thing is there's no allegations of sexual misconduct going on yeah. over Michael yeah. Jordan. So it's not it's it's a it's a clickbait video where it's like we're gonna paint this guy that you already think is a piece of shit and we're just gonna CNN it right. and we're gonna make him seem like a piece of shit and then you're gonna be like yeah that guy's a total piece of shit. I no, I think they went through and talked about his. Um, There's no other side to it. There's no other side to the video. Okay, well, yeah, because he's the only side. No, they're just saying like he's a piece of but shit. But he might no. Uh, no I want to say that he's a piece of shit. Like they, I don't think they paint him as a piece of shit. I think they paint him as a. As a weirdo who is very narrowly focused on one thing, and as a professional athlete, that's I mean, and that's, with, that's what you have to that's do. That's fine. I is mean, that yeah? I don't, I don't care. I don't care either. But but I yeah, mean, you know, you care. I think it's a I I think it's a clickbait video versus. I mean, I don't know what else you're going to get out of it outside of, oh, is is a professional athlete focused hyper focused on one thing. I mean, that's what they're uh, yeah. supposed to do. I mean, it's like stories like about him forgetting his wobble bar or whatever the fuck it is at the airport and, or on the plane, and he had made everybody wait for him to 
track down his wobble bar. Yeah, but is lost that in the luggage? But is that a is that corroborated by anybody, or is that just a video telling you something? I mean, so okay, so because if, if it'd be one thing, to be like a teammate, be like, yeah, I remember this one time we were doing this, but it's just like a video telling you something. You're like, oh, that must be true because it's telling me it. So I'm supposed to, okay, I'm not supposed to take this one at face value. But you can take whatever video you want at face value. But I'm saying like you you believe I don't you know think, when I you don't believe think that, when a, a voice that you don't hear says yeah. says that. Trevor Bauer made an entire plane wait, but I show you a picture of an animal that could be from a thing, and you're like, no, that's yeah. clearly not true. No, yeah. So if the same baseball doesn't exist video is like, here's this video of this uh, Montauk monster, and I'm not saying Montauk monster is real, but I'm like, it's you should apply the same skepticism that you do to everything else that's presented to you in person yeah. as you do to a YouTube video from something that you've never, like, you've never a, met the people from baseball doesn't exist. Yeah. You've never met John Boy, and John Boy actually doesn't, like, do those kind of videos, but yeah. it's... Like these are all stories that like teammates are not saying like, yeah, he did this. He did this. He did this. This is a voice saying like, and some people said that he did this. And then there was also you know, accusations that he didn't get along with this high school it, coach. Was the Cleveland coach saying, you know, it's, him not coming back into the dugout is a good thing. You know, Terry Francona. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yep. And then was fired like a year later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is he a, is he, could he be a clubhouse distraction? I think, yeah, sure. Yeah. Do, do you, but again, like I say, you put that same light over like a Michael Jordan. I'm not saying talent wise they're the same, but like, okay, I'm just saying like it, Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr is not a distraction to the team. Everyone having to cowtail right. to Michael Jordan and just yeah. being like, okay, hold on, it's yeah. his team. Like Luke Longley takes a, the shot to win the game, and fucking everything's going to go to shit. You know, all hell's going to break loose. Right. That's not a problem to the, the detriment yeah, of a team, but because he wins championships and you know, right? I mean. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, Trevor Bauer could still win a championship this year. How <laughs> uh, if he gets released? No, they're not going to release him. They still yeah. have to pay him. Yeah. He's well, just... no, they're hoping. Like, they're like, it might be a breach of contract because of this bullshit. That's bullshit. I mean, it's bullshit. Like, the sexual allegation stuff is bullshit. And I don't believe that at all, in mm-hmm. case you're worried. I'm not I, worried. I, do I, I think? Care. Do I think that there's, a, I just do think I think that's there's, the... there's an actual conspiracy Against Trevor Trevor Bauer, I think so. You do? Yeah, I think there's. I think there's, I think there's some really odd timing when he started going doing his daily vlog. Yeah, vlog. His daily vlog. It's true though. Yeah. I mean, how far did he get? Did he get maybe two weeks in? Yeah. To his daily vlog, right? About doing all this stuff, and, and then just, this should happen. Really going hard. I mean, he went at MLB hard, and they they would it surprise me if they pushed back to the point of, you know, hiring a woman to pretend she's crazy to you know well this is interesting now go on i know because this is i mean and i don't want to i don't want to be facetious because no. i'm like th- i think i no, i would would i put that against because it's them protecting themselves if they feel like do i feel like somebody's dumb enough because th- it'll come out if it's true i mean if it's not true if it's comes to light that this is completely all false allegations that it's hired by the MLB or somebody with MLB ties mm-hmm. uh, in a way to get this squeaky wheel to shut the fuck up. Well, do I think that that's a possibility? Uh, yeah. And hmm. I think it's okay. Do I think somebody's dumb enough within the, these organizations to do that? Yes, because they think they're smart enough that they can get away with it. Well, they're almost too big to fail in a lot of ways. Okay. I mean, because it kind of goes. Uh, there's two things that got brought to mind when you were saying that because I had a buddy come over that I haven't seen in a year and a half, 
you know, because of COVID. And he's he's very on the left side and everything yeah. with that. And we we've been friends since we were children, and like we can talk about anything. It's also very weird to talk about all this stuff because we don't want to. We just there's no sense in getting into an argument or anything like that. Sure. And so when we got we we mentioned that we're going to go see Louis C.K. next yeah. week, and. And, and I made the joke of like, well, if you know, if anyone's shocked that Louis would masturbate in front of women in his hotel room, clearly weren't listening to his comedy because yeah. it's, I mean, it's not that surprising. Bill Cosby date raping sixty women. Now that's that's shocking. That's a, that's a different one. You know, head turner. Yeah, and like Harvey Weinstein, like sexually assaulting women, was like, well, he looks yeah. like the guy that would totally do that. Yeah. And now Matt Lauer having the uh, the door, you know, the closed yeah. door button underneath the desk. Now that's surprising. I think, and, and I know your point. I know your point. I think there's there's also there's some iffy stuff about that as well. Okay, outside of my theories. Yeah. Okay, but in, in, when in, the point isn't yeah. whether Matt Lauer did anything or not. Okay, the point is is like he, my buddy, when I brought up Matt Lauer, he's like, wait a second. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Right. I totally forgot about Matt Lauer. And he's like, yeah, you know why? Because he stopped fucking talking about it. That's why. That's the only reason yeah. why. Like they talk about Harvey Weinstein all the time. They talk about Bill Cosby all the fucking time. They don't. I mean, for the they don't really talk about Louis anymore, really. But like they they stop just. They never touched Matt Lauer. You don't even know what the fuck happened to him. Like he just right. disappeared. And that's yeah. why the mor- morning show is kind of interesting, where he's just kind of like Steve Carell's character is just hiding, basically, or just like yeah. sent off onto an island, you know. And it's interesting with the MLB with Trevor Bauer. Where it's paid administrative leave, mm-hmm. it just keeps getting extended, mm-hmm. and if you don't really bring it up, it doesn't really come up. No one really talks about it, and the f- longer it goes, the more people just don't bring it up. Right. Kind of forget, like, oh, that's right. Oh, Trevor, oh, yeah. Whatever happened? Like, unless you're, like, sleuthing it out and, like, yeah. really, like, looking after the daily, like, whatever's coming out. And the same thing, I was talking with a, a buddy, a mutual buddy of ours about Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans, like... He's the, he was the quarterback of the team last year, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Um, what did he do? Well, he made the mistake of uh, saying he wanted to get out of Houston. All right, so he's said he wanted he wanted to be mm. traded, and they're like, "No, we're not trading you." He's like, I, "I I don't want to play for the Texans anymore. I want out." Oh wow! All right, and then like a month or two later, like thirty women came up and were like, oh. "He, we, I gave him a massage and he made me touch him inappropriately. All this different stuff. Like it was just." At one one day it was like yeah. five people, five women came out. The next, and then the next day it was twelve women came out, and then all of a sudden, you know, another ten came out, right. and it was just mounted up, mounted up, mounted up. And I'm like, huh? None of this came out when he was the Houston Texans quarterback. And right. then the day that he was like, I want out, it was you know not too far after that everything starts to crumble. Well, you know, because he didn't get all those massages within the thirty days of saying I H- want out Houston, of Houston. Houston massage artists. These are team masseuses. They are very proud people, and if their quarterback's leaving, they're going to do everything in their power but to hold the thing, on to them. Well, this is where I go back to uh, this another conversation I was having with my buddy. It was like, I I thoroughly believe that at a certain point the NFL becomes very rigged. The NFL has a very desired outcome because there's just there's too much money. There's too much money thrown around that to let just. Any random team now get in there. Now there's definitely preferred like preferred outcomes, and they definitely want a good game, and that's also where the, the heavy hand comes in. But like, they don't let the national anthem singer sing the national anthem because they don't trust the national anthem singer to sing the song correctly. Yeah, and to not fuck it up. Let alone let the you know uh, Jaguars and the uh, you know uh, what would be another team. The Jaguars and the 
Bengals. Yeah, they from the same division. I don't even fucking know. But let's go like the Jaguars and the uh, Lions. A Jaguars Lions uh, Super Bowl. It'd be like cold day in hell. A fucking if cold it's good day. football though. Sure, if it's good football, but it's going to take decades to get those teams to be in good football, like in the state they are right now. But it, so this year, hold on, the Detroit Lions aren't good. If this year, if this year's Super Bowl matchup was the Lions and the Jaguars by some random act of it, sure, it, it would probably actually be very entertaining just because some of how crazy of it would fucking be. King Ralph situation where yeah. all the other yes. NFL teams get. Die, die in a fucking <laughs> picture. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get all the other teams except for, mm-hmm. you know, the Lions and the Jags. And <laughs> we'll line them all up and then they're all dead. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I guess it's up to you, scrappy guys. You got to go out there and go play a Super Bowl, kids. Yep. And a bunch of people would be like, I don't know if I want to watch that Super Bowl, you know? I want to see it. I'd say, like, it'd be interesting if the, the journey was there. If- I'd like to see it with a. With a they don't let them wear helmets, but that's true. That's me. You're talking to two guys that want to change baseball by letting them hit them with the ball as we they just, run to the bases. We just need more violence. That's all. Yeah, but uh, it's it's just one of those things where I think there's too much con- too much at stake, and I think if they can have a say in what they want, they will have a say. And like I think this time of year is kind of let the players play. I think the primetime matchups are. They want good ratings. They don't really care who wins. They just want a good rating game. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's not hard to believe. I mean, when you're talking about billions dollar, a billion dollar organization, they're just going to leave the the outcome up to chance. I that doesn't sound like every other billion dollar organization. No, but, but it's not game, nefarious. It's just it's just a, one or two calls to make the, the game, game interesting. But the game, like at by the time the game starts, it doesn't matter. Oh no! The the calls on the field, and it's. Tr- I mean, I'm I guess preface right. I'm all talk, this. I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Oh no no no! I mean, they. I I do think that there is. People are worried about the outcome of the game. They want it to be entertaining. It goes back to yeah. that. It, I mean, you're you're right but to an extent. But there's been, that, a number, like, there's been a number of years where the game has just been a blowout, dull as fuck. Yep, yep, and they don't like that at all. Yeah. Which is why you're right to an extent that. Once the game is set, yeah. the money has been made. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's that's a valid point. But there are games, especially leading up to it, and as a better, totally. Like, the first year the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, every time they went down, and they went down in every game, it was nice to make a bunch of money, like, just putting a ton of money on it. I think they were down, like, 30 points to the Texans. <laughs> in the in the AFC yeah. uh, semifinals, I mean, yeah. to go to the championship, or the AFC championship sure. game. Yeah. Anyway. It's like, yeah. no, they want the Chiefs there. Like they're going to get the calls. They're going to throw penalties. How many how many questionable calls were there in that game? There was a lot in the Super Bowl when they had over the the Forty ers I watched yeah. a really interesting YouTube video about that where they were going through. And I think it's one of those things too where the average football player or the average football watcher, I think there's holding on every fucking play. There's a holding. I on think every there's illegal hands to the face at every single play. I think there's pass interference on every single play. It's whether they choose to call it or not and choose to show you it or not. Like, I think that that's a huge factor that people yeah. aren't taking. In. People do not see offensive and defensive linemen until they commit a penalty. That's it. Unless they, the defensive right. linemen make a sack. Yeah. But like, you don't you you never see you know tugging on the jersey or illegal hands to the face or face mask. Like, it has to happen all the fucking time. Right. So, when they choose to call it or not, okay, 
I think you can probably you could probably map that out if you wanted to. Oh, I, yeah. If yeah, if I ever lose my job, I'll just sit here and stare at videos all day long. Well, no, just like well, I make it go with uh, just number of times illegals hand in the face, holding. Mm-hmm. What stuff would like be? That. Uh, I mean, so last week was a good example. I was I was. Uh, I shouldn't feed into this with you. <laughs> I shouldn't let you go down this deep dark cavern. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll let's go down another deep dark, dark okay. cavern then. Okay. I'll I'll okay. swear you all this. I'll, I just I just know. you don't know what I'm going to talk about. You don't know the reference of it, so it's okay. gonna be, it's gonna fall on you know deaf ears. Okay. okay. Anyway, so my wife is a music teacher in in Iowa. A real person. A real person. She has a job. Don't fire her. Um. So she was telling she. Your your wife is she works in education as well. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't know how many times that they they tell you stories about children you don't know. Right. And right. you're like, I have no context. Yeah, Landon, that kid. Yeah. So that little pistol. I always have. I always have that kind of mentality when she starts telling me stories about this. At least with our like our group of people, she, like she knows the people that I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, you yeah. know, this person did this, and isn't that crazy? Um, so she was telling me a story the other day about this girl at school who's a really sweet girl and really nice to her. Yeah. And then she uh, she sent. A message because they were doing their first quarter grades and like evaluations and everything like that. Okay. And they sent and she sent a nice message to this girl's aunt who is who she lives with, saying like, "Hey, she's a really good student. Really enjoy having her in my class. Great." And then she hears a story from another fellow teacher the next day, saying, "So this girl came up to me and she said, am I your favorite student?'" And she was kind of taken aback a little bit and she's like, "It's okay if not.'" Uh, cause I know, I know where you live and if I'm not your favorite student, I'll come to your house and I'll, I'll kill you. And I like, and she gave her a letter. I'm sorry. I always fuck this up. She gave her a letter. And yeah. So she said, am I your favorite student? If not, you know, here, here you go. And so she gave her a letter and then the letter said, I know where you live. I, I will drain your blood and put it in my, uh, my thermos. I will take your heart out and walk around school with your blood in my thermos and drink it and all this stuff like that. Yeah. That's weird. Very weird. Like, uh, don't do that. What? What? Like, yeah. I'm like, so did you, did, did something happen? Like, well, they, they took her out of school, but she was back the next day. That's a good step one. That's not, that's a bad step two. That's a bad step two. Right. And then, um, so then they're in a guitar unit and, uh, she has, my wife has this like, uh, uh, way of putting away the guitar that tells everyone like treat it like a baby, you know, hold it like this and then put it in the, put it in the cradle. Right. Yeah. And this girl's in the class and she says, why well, eat babies? And I'm like, at what point well, in time yeah. do you say, can we just shoot the girl? Like what? Uh, the f- I think these are very clearly cries of ho- like help. Well, clearly. But yeah, this is, you know, uh, you know, wetting your pants or like, uh, you know, saying saying crazy things to get attention are yeah. one thing. Yeah. But writing a letter. Yeah, I mean it's great. I mean, writing this, a letter like that—that's—that's that's sociopath. That is a sociopath. I think it's well, it's a cry for help. It's she's sociopath. She she's broken. She needs. Yeah, she's broken. Yeah. So mm, I know what you do. I guess I'll do this. I mean, what does she think? No, she knows. Well, it goes, no, it's going back to the having no empathy for another human being, which is a characteristic of a sociopath. Like, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I've, I've been meaning to talk to you about that actually. <laughs> No, it's it's just yeah. it, to me that's a, that's one of those things where you're like, um, hmm. 
Yeah, I don't think we can fix this. I don't know if there's mm. any amount of therapy. I don't know if there's 20 years down the road where you're like, remember when I sent that letter to my teacher? I gave, I delivered a handwritten letter to my teacher. Saying I said, I'll eat your heart. I know where you live, and I will eat, eat your, your heart and, and drain drink your, your blood, blood and put it in my thermos. God, kids will be kids. I guess whatever. I am not saying that this is kids will be kids. However, I do. Oh, that was a, that was a real cry for help. Yeah. Wow, I must be. This good is, thing I'm all better now. This, uh, it's a. I mean, somebody somebody needs. No, this, she's uh, broken. It's not a cry for help. She's broken. Yeah. Like that's that's beyond repair. Oh no, I think. Are you going to defend like a Jeffrey Dahmer style? Um, <laughs> I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer and uh, every other serial. No, killer because they don't hide cry. it. They hide it. They hide it. Not the like. I, not the. They're charming uh, and they're happy and they're smiling and. Well, that's the only thing uh, that she said about this girl. Uh, yeah. It's like she did not know. She sent a letter. My wife sent a letter to this girl's aunt, who she lives yeah, with, she saying did, like she, did, she is no. the sweetest girl. She's so nice. I'm yeah. so happy to have her in my class. She's doing those things. Yeah. This person needs a lot of help. No, she like there's no help. There's no amount I of help. I don't believe in putting children down. I do. I think about, I, about, like, like, just like more people should homeschool their kids, more people more, should more people put down should, their children when they're see, like, this is a piece of this shit. Is, this is we a lost cause. We might as well. Let's cut our losses Let's just, to the gas chamber. You go. It's just like when you can uh, get out of a bet, you know, in a live betting situation, you know, you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I think I've ridden this guy long enough. Let's let's walk. Let's walk away from the table. OK, I'm just going to cut my losses. I'm not going to win everything. We're yeah. going to see this thing through to the end. Yeah. I'm just going to cut my losses. I'm gonna walk away with we a little do bit. That with more people, yeah, more yeah. people should be put down. Yeah, and I th- really think if you examine it, <laughs> Is I have it? a valid point actually. Well, I don't. And know. now, how you put them down? Now that's up for debate. I, know, I don't know I how that happens. A, but. I think it's a slippery slope argument. But if you who is the arbiter? Who yeah, is the judge? Who is the judge? No. <laughs> I think this is a good baseline. I think it's a good baseline as a you know twelve thirteen year old if you're giving handwritten letters to your teacher saying you'll cut her heart out first off you know where they live cut your heart out and then drink your blood and then i eat babies and then you yeah. you act so sweet and sincere i i think there's a knife or school attack waiting to happen i think that's on the table aren't it's we a, looking for a, those red flags a female right yeah aren't we oh. it's because she's not a white kid or white boy like that oh. we don't look out for those no, as long as it's a yeah if she's a boy then that's a problem <laughs> if she's a boy if she's yeah. a white boy well i don't know uh, sure i guess i don't know I'm just, I'm trying to understand, like, if there was, it, 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 is this not the thing we should be looking for? Like, hey, yeah, um, it's, is it's this a kid, red, it's this is the red one. flag city, population yeah. of that person. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Hey, I think this is the one that's going to uh, shoot up to school or maybe hey. uh, do something violent. Doing your best, Norm McDonald. Hey, I think <laughs> this one's going to shoot a bunch of people. She Who would have thought the girl who that wrote, uh, had wrote a, a letter. Handwritten letter saying she's going to stab me and eat my heart do you know who writes handwritten letters these days psychopaths that's <laughs> it doesn't even matter what they say in the letter <laughs> what do you mean you writing you, a fucking you, letter you used your hands and made a tangible thing to hand to me all legible and shit because <laughs> you know she had to rewrite it more than once oh yeah because what do you mean? Like, because she handed it to multiple people, right? Well, no, no. It's just like, who, you know, no one writes a handwritten letter. Uh, so they have to write it. A bu- like, oh, fuck up. But the whiteout's going to look really shitty on this. So we got to just I gotta start again. Fuck it. 
You know, I wanted I want this to I look do, good. Look, I want it to look good. I want to every. I don't want any fuck ups in this. I want people shit, to have a very clear understanding of what I'm trying to say. And it has to be legible. <laughs> I, can't, I don't want her to think I said anything other than I'll rip your heart out. The you know? medium is the message, huh? And I will drink your blood. Yeah. I don't want it to be like I will drink your flood. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Like, well, if your house floods, I'll help you with. It. No. No. I don't want anything like that. Nope. I want this I want to be able blood. to stand up in court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh no, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Uh, that's and I and I don't I don't like it and I don't endorse it and I wish yeah, it's, you're kind of you're kind of defending. I wish it. this girl all the best and all of the, she needs a lot of help, a lot of help. And you wish this girl all the all the best with yeah, all like, with, in her with, endeavors with, of with killing people with her endeavors of killing people. Why don't put words in my mouth, Bobby? Let's, I wish her all the best in getting the right help she needs because she needs all the fucking help in the world. But you took anatomy in high school. What's the help that she needs? I mean, I know uh, you're not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I took I psychology one, so I can do I play a one little I, bit about Like it. when I get drunk, I like pretending I'm a psych- psychiatrist just because. Me too. Yeah, it's, I think it's fun just opening people up and tinkering around on the inside and say, no, yeah. you're broken. Yeah, so let's open this girl up. <laughs> uh, There's curious. really no other way to say that. I'm curious uh, about some uh, early trauma like that's kind of uh, there's there's some other underlying trauma that she's not dealing with well um that's just me <laughs> yeah sure yeah. that there's there's some there's something else going on probably a little bit l- larger i don't know i think that most sociopaths are well just uh, i mean if given breath then they'll fulfill that but i think there is let, there's let, room for growth let, let's bring it to, you have five kids yeah if one of your five kids did that how would yeah. you handle it as a parent uh, I would probably pull them out of school immediately, um, and start homeschooling. Just uh, really? No. Well, maybe because I mean, like, clearly that that's. I'm, I'm asking seriously. I know you have not, a hard time they're talking not seriously. Right. About they would. They're not. They need to be in intensive, intensive therapy, and out taken out of normal society for a time being. Until, because okay. clearly. If they think it's this is something that they can get away with, I mean, also. Hey, by the way, she got away a, with it. Is this a joke? Is it a joke? Is it funny? Is I mean, honestly, I mean, was she trying to be funny? That's the, that's the thing about it. Like, we, I mean, it'd be funny. It, look, if if I were the teacher, I'd be like, "Is this a joke? Like, what's going on? Like, I know not everyone gets you know the depths of comedy and humor, that, and I understand there is can, something funny. There's about a that. swing and a miss, sure." <laughs> I thought I'm just going. It's yeah, like, it's dark. It's no, guy, dark humor. You don't get it. I took the time. Yeah, and I wrote a letter. Fuck, we just wrote like three Norm Macdonald jokes. Rest in <laughs> peace, by the way. Off of this one yeah. whole thing, you know. Uh you know, I wrote a letter. I took the time. Mm-hmm. I put effort into this bit. And I would, and that's probably if you know, if I were here in situ- like the teacher situation, I would, yeah. I would sit down and be like, I would ask that because that actually did come through my mind. Yeah, like, like is this is this, is this a, bit? a bit? Is this a joke? Like. <laughs> It's just a really dark sense of humor because yeah. you're overexposed to so much uh, media. And yeah. Like, I who knows what the fuck's popular with a 12 year old girl right now? Like, Billie Eilish. Who isn't? Doesn't she have stuff about suicide and like killing people yeah. and drinking blood and shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got green hair. So. Uh, not anymore. Oh, thank God. She had it's to purple. get. She had to get rid of it because she's oh. blonde. She's blonde now. She's oh, cool. Bleach blonde because yeah. blondes have more fun. Oh no! She was just like a, I was sticking out like a sore thumb. Oh yeah, 
Well, and she's like, well, we don't want to do that. No, I know I don't want any. I know I understand that I don't have anonymity, but mm-hmm. I'm not going. So to let's do be it. a blonde girl. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's that tone again, Bobby. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's that tone. <laughs> no, go defend the sociopath with a 12 year old. Um, uh, I don't think that 12 year olds should be murdered or not murdered. Not, not murdered. Just put down. Put you don't. Down. You don't murder. I, a dog. I don't think we should execute. Sometimes the I don't dog think we should can't e- come back from with the trauma it's experienced. I don't it's think like, we should well, execute twelve-year-old girls. Well, I'm gonna. I'm to gonna put, their own. I'm gonna put that on the record, and I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, well, I mean, there's two sides to every coin. So. <laughs> no, because yeah, I don't because I don't believe in capital punishment. How about that? You know, and neither do I really. Like, yeah. Only when it comes to 12-year-old Only when it comes to, <laughs> that, that well, in my area. pieces of shit, which also so happen to be 12-year-old girls, yeah. for the most part. I mean, I really do think they're the downfall of uh, mankind and society, but... 12-year-old girls? Yeah, 13-year-old girls, honestly, because that's where the, the demographic for media... Who hurt, who hurt you in eighth grade? No, 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 no one hurt me in eighth grade. Somebody hurt you in eighth grade. No one hurt me in eighth grade. Tell me about with the 12... The I don't think a 12-year-old girl, 13, 13-year-old in, in girl... In eighth grade, what girl broke your heart? No, no, no. It's the demographic of 13 to 35-year-old. I know. What, did they bully you? Did they say mean things to you? Not really. Bobby, you you said mean things. I was a I wasn't a loner, but I also wasn't uh you know Mr. Popular. But yeah, I mean the same. I'm I'm assuming with you as well. Like, um, not a fly on the wall or a wallflower, but uh, yeah. I mean, once I think we've talked about this. You yeah. know, people don't find me sexually attractive. I mean, I was it was getting thrown at me left and right. I just didn't. I was like, I'm good. No, not I'm no. Like, I need to focus on my music. I need to focus. Well, I wasn't into music at that point, so I was like, I need to focus on, on this baseball. on my Jenga skills. Baseball, baseball. Yeah, I wanted to be a baseball player. That's what I wanted to do when I was Uh-oh. in eighth grade. Yeah. What did I want to do in eighth grade? Um, did you have dreams in eighth grade? Did you have dreams ever? Uh, you know, I did think that I, I would be famous, mm-hmm. like that'd be a famous person. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's. When did you give up on that? When did that dream die? Um, Has it died? Um, I don't know. Probably after like I got married. I mean. After you had a ch- child? Yeah. I mean. I mean, honestly, like I look, if we're getting real and I know it's hard for you to have a real talk about all this stuff, but like part of me not wanting to have kids is like the death of not necessarily dreams, but. For lack of a better term, death of dreams. It, feel, it feels just, like yeah. when kids are born, it's you. You can't dream anymore. You can't. Oh, I still dream. You do, but you don't follow through with anything. Well, no, because I don't follow. Through. Have, I don't follow through on anything. But you have kids. Like if you didn't have kids, I think you'd follow through on your dreams um, and your workshopping stuff. Yeah, more. I mean, listen. Here's the deal. Like, and I'm not being. I'm not no, being. You're not being like, facetious. I know you're not being facetious. Uh, like I mean, it's like I literally was like, eh, I think I could go to L.A. And go try that. And if you didn't happens. have five kids right now and you went to L.A., could you? Would you be acting within five years? I sure. I don't know about that. Right, just because I know it's. I understand how. Look, the dude from Game of Thrones got it, made it. Like I. Who? Are you talking about uh, the guy that looks like you, just taller? And oh, he's better. Guy. He's. He, I mean, he's, he's also. He's also probably. He was probably cast in like eighty-five Swedish things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> trust me, you're going to be cast in like eighty-five Swedish things. <laughs> 
Like no, but I'm not in Sweden. Like in Sweden, it doesn't matter. You're going like they're going to be like, oh well, you, you look like that guy, so Take we're going to do guy. this guy. Oh uh, yeah, no, like, I mean, it's was... not going to be easy, but you're going to be working, right? You're going to be like Billie Eilish's mom. I just I was like, well, yeah, I'll go out there and I'll try that out, and then I didn't. Why? Uh, well, because I was married with kids. But so you thought about that when you had kids. Oh uh, no! Oh no! This is before you yeah. you got married yeah. and had kids. Yeah. You were like, "I'm going to go out." I think I could do this. I th- it, 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 speaking to somebody that has gone out and tried to make it in L.A. and everything for, right? You know, I guess I I, I dipped my toe in the acting stuff and everything with that. I never you did pornos couple, or anything. You went to a couple cattle calls. I went to well, yeah, you know, but yeah, I went out there first. You went out there, so I didn't go. Out you there. can't take that away no. from me. All right, no. But also, I was I was dabbling. It was not like yeah. I'm gonna go out there to be an actor. I right. wanted, went out there to be a musician. I was like, well, maybe I'll go to this and do try yeah, this. Yeah, I I just know I know and I understand. It's I mean, it's like being a major league baseball player. You know, it's like that is a very difficult thing to do. And it's the nicest thing you've said about baseball. Also, it's dumb. <laughs> No. Um, and there's the defense mechanism. <laughs> no, no, and I and I knew that like because I, I don't remember. I think probably in eighth grade it was like I want to be on SNL. I want to go be on Saturday Night Live because I like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that how you talked in eighth grade? Yeah, I did hundred percent. Wow. And I was just like, ah. And I'm probably like, should have been put down. Well, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, I I'm trying to think of. What's the farthest I've ever, you know, I remember looking up Second City and trying to like, like, oh, should I go do that? And it's like, this feels like a scam. (laughs) Like, no, Second City. Do you really think that Second City, a a very prestigious institute uh, of learning. The idea of paying money, paying money to perform is, is like for me, like, that's a, that's a red flag for anything else outside right? of like the groundlings and second city yeah. and yeah the upright citizens brigade yeah yeah sure <laughs> but you got the name like yeah. that's what you're paying for you're right. paying because like, i studied under second city yeah. yeah and that's what you're doing i mean that's that's the name of the fucking game right and i just i'm like oh that seems like so scammy i don't like it you know it's like oh, i'm not gonna do that it's it's fine hmm. and it makes me sad you know, there's always, I, I am, I am happy in my life, and I'm happy mm-hmm. with my choices, and I don't sit there and wring my hands and uh, sing that song, try not to think about what might have been, because that was then, and we're taking different roads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you know, I've had my stint of fame with my book, and that's fine enough. I don't care. Like, there's this. If this blows up. Am I going to be like, oh my gosh. Our podcast? Everything's been fulfilled in my life. No. No. No, well, and I think that's the thing you kind of develop over time. Because it's like, there was definitely elements of me growing up where me being a musician, there were tremendous elements of being a famous musician. It wasn't just being a Like, anyone can be a musician, right? Like, you can... Right. Anybody can be a musician, Bobby. Right. Being a successful musician is different than being a famous musician. Yes. Because there's a ton of successful musicians that walk by you on the street and you have no idea. Right. Right. But then there's famous famous musicians. And it took a while to, like, kind of wrap your head around that. What you wanted to be. Well, what's uh, not necessarily realistic, but what's... uh, 
what's a what's an attainable goal and then that that's that kind of attainable goal like forever it was uh ashley simpson's backup guitarist that's the the intense desire to be a famous musician right or like no the backup guitarist though but sure that's a working guy that's a working guy yeah but yeah i i don't want to yeah you don't want to do that no i don't think so you wouldn't want to okay can i bang ashley simpson Uh, maybe maybe Okay. Maybe. Okay. I always thought she was cute. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was uh, being in a band. It, it was kind of like stages of it. It was like, okay, I want to be, I want to be in a band. I want to play in a band. So then yeah. I was playing in a band, right? Yeah. Then when you're playing in a band, it's like there are different levels of band. Like you're playing in a band that, like, yeah, we get together like every six months and we play a show. Yes. Versus like we play three times every weekend, you know. Yes. That, yeah. Right. So those are those levels of bands. Then it's like we play three times every weekend in a fifty mile radius versus going out and we go for three, four months on the road, you know, yeah. and we tour. So then it became like I want to be a touring musician. And then when we became touring musicians, it was like, Okay, now that we're touring musicians, we have to build up a fan base in order to get like a realistic record contract outside of right. a scam, you know? Because the only way you're getting a record contract is if you have a uh, you're not paying base. money don't pay money no 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 no. but it's it's anytime i mean technically I mean, they're just loaning you money to make a record yeah but anyway the in order to get a record deal you have to have a fan base to prove that the they're worth the money yeah. to put to you to get them to make the album anyway so that be, that became the goal and unfortunately we never got a chance to like really fully achieve that goal but yeah. we were on the road to it like no pun intended being a touring musician and stuff like that are you talking about Black Bloom or are you talking about no, no, no my my other band yes the band with my wife <laughs> my wife yeah it's, it's Borat uh you think that was close how close was that uh I mean we were uh, you so, never made tiny you never made toy butterflies I never did make that album no that was my that's my, my long lost album as my wife was looking over your page my page. Uh, or like the Eventbrite or Event. Uh, so like, la- so I don't know. Bobby played last night with his wife, mm-hmm. first time in I don't know two months. Music, music. He played music. Played he music. played. He played her. He played her well. Uh, <laughs> like Eventbrite. Page. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't think it was Eventbrite. I don't, I'm re- I don't remember what it was. Okay. But the place that you were playing at mm-hmm. had like a little like had an event page, mm-hmm. and it had like a little write up about you guys and. Oh really? And like in you know tentatively scheduled, uh, toy butterflies will be out in 2013. Oh yeah, <laughs> never came like, out. Like she's like, uh, also, the picture was used was like from 10 years ago yeah. as well. And well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You've, you've changed. Okay, go fuck a off. little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So it's Katie, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's fine. But it's just it's kind of like. Over the passage of time, people change. <laughs> exactly. And so it's just like, oh, this is a weird little snatched snapshot mm-hmm. of uh, a little time and place. Yeah, toy butterflies. Yeah. Never made it. Yeah. So we took a, yeah, I mean, it's one of the we things. We took a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we gave up, but one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I don't it. say you gave up, but. No. But it's one of those things where you're like, uh, yeah, we were definitely going <clears> to. The the whole were you close were you closing in on it? Here's here's the thing. Let me just all right. So I I heard in one of the multitude of uh, documentaries uh, ways to do it, all this different stuff. Rock operas. That if every place that you go, 
by the third time that you go through that place, if you haven't developed an audience by that mm. time, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. All right. And that was okay. So that was my my, my mentality. Like That's every time we went back to a place, I wanted to bring back people that we brought the first time, and then they told they people, it, they and it. then they brought people. So, yeah. and I had this in real time where uh, the gym class heroes, um, they were a. You remember them from yeah. the mid 2000s? Take a look at my girlfriend with yeah. the, with the yep. Super Tramp ripoff. Yep. So they came through Iowa City when I was in college. They came through twice. Um, the first time they came through, um, you could literally just walk up and buy tickets and just walk in, and you're, they were playing to maybe 20 people. Yeah. All right. And it was a great show. And I'd heard about them just because I was tapped into the music scene. The indie scene. scene. The indie scene, exactly, right? Maybe they were playing like a festival or something like that, but like no one knew who the fuck they were. Yeah. And they came back like, six months later and then there was a line out the fucking door and it was like oh fuck i guess i gotta buy tickets in advance and shit like that and and, it, and then that was a packed house and i was like okay and then when i heard this other, this thing that i forget who said it but when they said it, it was like oh that makes sense because every time you're coming back you uh, first off you want people that saw you to like you and to come enough back. enough to come back right and if they tell a couple couple people to come out that'd be great but those couple people that they come out to tell no those couple people are going to tell a couple people and all yeah. of a sudden now yeah. now you're filling that 50 Real. to 150 seat venue whatever you're playing pyramid scheme sure yeah it is yeah and so when we got into our car accident we were doing the last quadrant of the united states so we had done the upper east coast we did the southeast we did the um southwest and we did we were up in the northwest and then we were going to go back to the uh, southeast to yeah. do our second leg so it's playing the same venues that we were playing playing more venues uh doing mm, all this different yeah. stuff so places that we played before you know they were going to have us back which is always a good That's sign good. too you know and we had i think we had something like i think we had 30 shows in 31 days or something like that set up for september some insane that's a lot. Insane amount of shows. Like, it was crazy. And the fact that we never got to do that second leg, like to like the second leg of the yeah. southeastern part, or just whatever the region that we were going back to, the fact that we never did that, that was kind of stuck with me. I always hated that. Because I wanted to see if we had the same people coming out and if we had more people coming out and the shows were getting bigger, then we're like, oh, cool, we're on the right direction, which I felt like we were. But anyway. I mean, you guys are so-so. Well, we were better than... Because who cared? Oh, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, as compared to last night? Oh, I, was, I phoned it in last night. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> the fuck's happening? It's just, it's just you. No, just and you know, all the people there. Yeah. You know, that's fine. No, that's interesting. Giving up on your dreams. We've talked about this before. Oh yeah, but it's mm. it's one thing to admit you had dreams. You know, that's the other thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they're ever like fully fledged, mm-hmm. like fully. I know it's so hard for you to talk about your feelings and emotions. Well, do you yeah, know that I'm dead on the inside for starters. Is that true though? Uh, I don't know. Like I understand. I feel like it. Like, like I understand every my, time we go into talk about something that's like semi personal or like I like I you understand have to put yourself my, I, on a limb. I understand my emotions, and I think that I know how to regulate and you know manage it so i don't like but is your regulation and management just a defense i don't think, I don't think it's a defense mechanism i think it's you know because if you never put yourself out there you can never be hurt oh no i that's not it at all no well, i it's think it's true though because it goes back to kind of what we were talking about like with me being a toucan 
Well, no, no, because okay. if anything, like if I show you, if you don't, you don't buy anything that's being sold to you, uh, unless it's being sold to you by somebody you already want to buy from, like a video, right, of, Like baseball right. doesn't exist, or well, like John hold Boy. on, you're the one who loves baseball doesn't exist. I thought they made a couple good videos. That last video was like, no, it's not a very good you video. No, because you want to, you don't, you don't want anybody to shit on because you believe the. You believe that Trevor Bauer's been done wrong, so no, 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 yeah. no. It's just that it's a clear, it's an easy way to shit on someone that's already being shit on. I think it's a. It's like making a everyone hates Donald I, Trump video. Of course, I don't think, it's easy to do. I don't think making a twenty-minute long video is like it's easy. Like, I mean, I don't know about you. Mm, how many views did it have? Did it have over a million views? Mm, I don't remember. Probably. I don't know. Do they have? Did they have good numbers? Anyhow, we don't need. We're gonna talk about my emotions, my feelings. I don't like. I, I mean, I have emotions and feelings and loves. And, <laughs> well, and, and, I asked this only because you're redheaded, right? right? Like I don't. Like, I, I feel I, like your lack of soul is really but affecting it's not our like friendship. It's, I mean, I don't know. Like, do I need to express my emotions? I think you need to be more honest with the fact that you have, like, that you have dreams and hopes, or like, oh yeah, or, I mean, like, no, I mean, I am. I mean, just because I, I'm, I'm not, saying I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting on you, but I don't want to shoot on you. Just because I'm not sitting here telling you about, you know, how I. I feel like you make fun of me for having dreams and like oh, try chasing them, oh, and then oh, when no. I'm when I'm bringing up the fact that like, hey, maybe. Like, did you ever have them? I just want to talk about them. You're like, no, no, never really did. No, I thought about it. It was a total scam that Second City, it's never produced anything. You know, it's like. I like, that's interesting. Yeah. No, uh, I think that your dreams are admirable. It doesn't, I'm not. And I, and well, no, I, no, I'm trying to, I'm tr- because I'm not trying to shit on your dreams, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I think it's a joke that I'm trying to make about you giving up on your dreams because I think that's funny. Yeah, it is. It is. I think it is. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, and you can certainly make the same joke yeah. uh, towards me, and I, I don't. Think well, I that, can't uh, because you just you, your your defense oh. is just like, oh yeah, I, got, yeah, I never really. Had, I, I looked into that whole thing. I was like, no. Nah. I thought about it once. I was like, nah, no one really. Would I looked at internships in L.A. Okay, well, this is what I want to talk about. Like my summer between my junior and senior year. Okay, and I was like, I think I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do. Try to get out there. And what were the internships? I don't because it was fucking impossible to find, and I couldn't find anything. And it was just like, oh, oh. the, the also, LA Craigslist is incredible. Well, well, <laughs> huh? this might have been before Craigslist, because this was uh, this was like March of four. and then I was like, oh, you know, like I'm two months away or th- three months away before. I'm like, I should probably do this. And it's like, oh, well, there's nothing like here for me to see, and it was just like, you know, wasn't, and you know, maybe to your point. I didn't tell anybody that because it's like mm-hmm. that's because it's such a fucking ridiculously lofty goal, and of anyway. I'm gonna I want to go to L.A. I'm gonna go to act. That sounds like a fucking moron. Like into the one time, get this. I was I did a I did a short film. I did well. It was a web series mm-hmm. okay. for like I don't remember ten years ago. It was I mean it wasn't that long ago, and I was like you know sitting there. And a girl was in it with us, and I was like, and she was, and she was good. She, I liked, you know, but really, we got along really well. For, I get along really well with the youth, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. you don't want to kill them, right? Okay, <laughs> that's it. Gotcha. And, okay. and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to her, and she, she's like, actually, you know, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, actually, when this is done, I'm moving out to LA. I'm gonna go try to my hand in acting. I'm like, well, good luck. And I'm like, you're not like. 
this is going to be sad. You're not going to fucking be able to do anything at all because it's, it's meant to chew you up and spit you out. That's, that is the name of the game out there. And I know because I never went out there. But I, anyway, uh, no, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just letting you know. You're not, you're not, I'm not wrong, wrong, but <laughs> also you're, you, you're like, I, you're I, speaking from like, at this, with authority. Not, not yeah. At the, uh, the authority of, as an adult who's like, has like a sensible, if everybody went to LA who wanted to get into acting, actually got into acting, it would made a successful career out of it. You some, know, <laughs> some make successful career. Successful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I know a guy, I knew, I knew a guy who went out and he's, you know, had his, you know, she, so anyway, this gal, mm-hmm. she went out and she's fucking still out there. She's still working. She's getting gigs and she's booking commercials and. Is she a white girl? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Going to land on her feet. I don't know about that. <laughs> Trust me. There's plenty of, you know, women who got taken advantage of and ruined and then. Still going to land on their feet. I'm just saying I saw the beginning of Lethal Weapon. That's all I'm saying. The first one. Oh, well, I mean, she's still got to anyhow. do blow. I mean, it's good California blow. So, anyhow, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted to be famous at one point in my life. Bobby, is that what you want to hear? I just wanted to talk about it. And I just wanted to know your story. I, underst- I want to know you, man. And I understand. I feel like you know me, but I don't know you. Well, I'm an enigma. I feel like you're... <laughs> I- a, you have a cement coffin around your heart, and that's. I don't think it's hard to it. pe- it's hard to penetrate the real Nathan. Oh, I'm real. It, like, hmm? you know, it's all about the j- make me laugh. That's all, and I want people to laugh too. That's that's well, it. I know you're a toucan, yeah, but I'm a toucan through and through. We've we've covered this, man. Uh so it's just I um, I don't think I need to get too emotional i think being like being emotional just in wallowing well not, in did, I, did i ever tell you the story okay. let me tell you the story okay so i was a pudgy little seventh grader okay and you know not very athletic surprise and i remember sitting there in my bed and all of my older brothers were very talented uh athletically and I was, I remember that being kind of a, oh, that, that kind of, that kind of hurt a little bit. And at this point, my brother. It uh, hurt that they were athletic or? No, that, you know, the, I didn't, I didn't meet their standards. Like that's you just. You didn't meet your brother's standards. Yeah. Uh, was that explicit? No. Well. Or, was what, it, or perceived? When you, when you, no, when you have, <laughs> when all of your other brothers, and this is specifically with wrestling. Okay. Right. When all of your other brothers are doing very well um and went to you know going to state i remember i was no when i would have been a freshman no yeah he would have been a sophomore yeah so my brother nick Mm -hmm. he was a sophomore in high school i was a seventh grader and he was going to state like he went to state as a sophomore and just like really really good wrestler and i'm just this pudgy good for nothing like barely have a grasp on the, on the sport even though i've been like participating in it for five years okay just don't have zero finesse don't have power don't i mean just all the things that just comes with uh that and i remember lying in bed and i'm just like i'm never gonna be a good wrestler i'm just never I'm just sitting there slowly weeping oh my god i'm never gonna i'm not i'm not good at this i can't 
you know, and I don't know what, they're not going to love me. And it's just like, and then I stopped and I'm like, this is fucking dumb. This is dumb. Yeah, I'm not good at this. I don't, that, it doesn't matter. Okay. This doesn't matter. You know, I enjoy wrestling. I still enjoy wrestling to this day. I think wrestling is probably one of the most underrated sports ever as far as it coming to uh, pure athleticism and X, Y, and Z. Hey, I'm not going to go on. It's an incredibly, it's an incredibly difficult sport. Also, talk about making me laugh. Ugh. Also, I think it's, I, th- this is something else I like latched on to as a child. Like when it comes to like actual physical one-on-one combat, I think like wrestling is just like, you know, when it comes to the end days, you know, when we, when, sure, yeah. you know, when we well. enter Mad Max realm, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to be with a group of wrestlers and not a group of basketball players. Like that was kind of, you know, okay. you know, when it comes to like me being in a dark. So alley, you've always been looking for the end days. Okay. Anyway. And so since, I mean, like on, I've always had a fairly good understanding of my emotions and not to let them just go crazy. And it's like, and take me to a place where it doesn't make fucking sense. My parents would always love me, even if I wasn't a bad, if I was a bad wrestler. They, it doesn't matter, and I don't like. And I think so many people go and they get going on that mental track of I'm not good enough. It's not good enough for me. What's the point of all of this? And not being able to make that U-turn and, and turn it around and getting lost in in their own. I, it's a wallowing and self self pity. Well, it's interesting that you go to wallowing and self pity when it comes to the, emotions. Well, when it comes to the uh, the juxtaposition of Dream. the success of your brothers, yeah. and something that you didn't necessarily even want. I mean, know? I listen, but it, the if, parallel. If I was a good wrestler, I, I, but you took. I want to be a good wrestler. But to did, this day, I still want to be a good wrestler. Sure, right. But to this day, I still want to be a musician or like a you know successful musician. So you're not a musician. Shut up, fuck. <laughs> right. So, but like, yeah, still to this yeah. day, like if someone knocked on you, like, tick, tick, tick. all right, here it is. The papers to be a, a great wrestler. Here it is. All right. The pres- yeah, here's your record contract. Here. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Ab- yeah. Let's give this thing a fucking go. Absolutely. Because you just, you know, you're never going to quit. I right. don't think, I don't think you're not a quitter. Right. Uh, no, generally not. Generally not. I mean, you would have left your wife and family a long time ago if you were <sighs> a quitter, right? There's been days, Bobby. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. Well, and all jokes are some form of truth. <laughs> But uh, but I think it's interesting. Like in the, it's in relation to the success of your brothers being good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Did you? I mean, you don't think that you took some of that "fuck this, this doesn't matter" mentality into even your own dreams and stuff like that? You're like, oh, I want to do this, but no. At the end of the day, like, fuck this. It's it's stupid. It's a scam, oh, or no, it's no. too hard, or you're gonna I, get. I think I think it's you're gonna play it out in your head. You're gonna be like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. It's gonna be too hard to do it. I'm never gonna. It's never gonna happen. Um, I just might as well not do it. I know that's not it. I I don't think so. I, I this is me defending myself. Don't mind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm I, talking. I'm not I, trying no, to accuse right, you. Right, right, no, right, right, Dreams right, right. are tough for people. I know. I I don't. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like as far as that, I mean, I was put on a very specific course in my life when I got my wife pregnant, and that's a huge factor of it. I don't. I mean, I think at least. And what's, I mean, the other side of the coin is what? That I and I'm not advocating you leave your family to go be an actor. I think that's you it. Know? I'm going to quit my job. God, that'd be a good CBS show. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> the last thing I would ever want to do is inspire people to just give up everything. 
really just lay it on the line and just go out there and try to follow your dreams. Cash out, do a home mortgage, uh, refinance, refinance home and mortgage. just try to go chase and try to be a member of the PGA, guys. Yeah. It's only it's chase it's your the, dreams. Chase your dreams. Yeah, I'm glad that they changed that. So this is a, in reference to a billboard. It was a billboard's like follow. You it was that? like follow your passion. Finance your dreams. Finance your dreams. Follow. I think finance your. I think it might have been finance your passion. Finance your Some, passion. That's something was, like yeah. that. It was about like doing a home refinance, yep. and it was a picture of a dude playing golf. Yeah, and I'm like, this is the <laughs> this is a horrible idea. Do I, not get a refinance home mortgage or home equity <laughs> loan do a home, to fund your golf don't, game. You, please don't. Uh, I you don't, shouldn't be golfing if you <laughs> can't afford. If you need to take out a home, home equity, equity loan. loan to also there's I saw they changed the picture lately. It's a guy skydiving. So Still. I don't know. I mean, listen, should you refinance your house to go on a on a, go travel? I mean, you should refinance your home if to it, get a if home equity makes, loan because interest rates are so low and it's yeah. basically free money and it's perceived value of what your assessed value right. of your home is. Right. Sure. Um yeah, but do smart things with it. Like, don't go just golf unless well, I mean, you are trying to get your PGA card, I guess. But No, no. Talk but about another very difficult thing to... Get your PGA golf card? Well, to do, like, make money with it, I mean. Uh, right, right. Well, like musicians. Being a musician and making money at it is incredibly hard. Being a musician, being an artist and making money is incredibly hard. Not that you would know, but not I mean. that I'd know. <laughs> being an actor and uh, of course, and yeah. making money is incredibly hard. Well, because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, pitfalls. There's a lot of um, people wanting to buy what other people are selling. I mean, that's a huge thing where it yeah. comes. And when you're a new face in really any like whether it's music or acting or anything like that any kind of endeavor like that where there's a bunch of people that are willing to do anything i'll do anything i'll do anything, like, I'll, do anything. I'll do anything i'll self-finance a movie about me and my son being great musicians and right. becoming famous yes to become famous yes and then god damn it they get it at some point and now it's it's a it's a blank See, i think i think this is i think they the, the with going back i know we're jumping all over the fucking place I, the idea, Billie Eilish in her situation is the exception rather than the rule. I don't think there's, I don't, if this is the case, once again, if the number of people who went out to LA to become an actor actually became actors, okay. I don't think the number of parents who are crazy and throw obscene amounts of money at their children so they can make it, uh, is they're, they're a dime a dozen, right? Justin Timberlake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah, uh, Ryan Gosling, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. But, uh, Do you want me to go on? There's those more. Are, those are the ones who made it, who've made. Yeah, it. but they're all, they're they're all examples of parents who wanted as their pa- at, their children to be famous. We don't hear this failures. Of course not. So and there's this, tons of no one's arguing that there's tons yeah, of failures. But, we but don't I'm know, talking we about don't the population the, the the population of famous people, famous the actors famous, and yeah. musicians and shit like that. Most of them are yeah. funded by their parents. Most of them are those Right. If not all. If right. not all. Bruno everyone says the same. I mean, Bruno Mars is incredibly talented, okay? It's like you have to get, get this disclaimer every time you say anything about Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is incredibly talented, absolutely. Still funded by his parents. Still had to be. Like, there's no fucking way that a sure. fi- oh, 15-year-old just like, I'm going to just make it. I'm just, fuck you guys. Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm just going to do it because this is how talented I am. Did Macklemore had money? 
I wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it also wouldn't surprise me if it was just like Instagram Kanye celebrity. Money? Uh, Kanye worked for Jay Z before he made his first album. He oh, made yeah. all the beats for Jay Z, like on the uh, Jay Z's what the Blueprint is that what it was? It's the Blue album, the Blueprint, yeah, the Blueprint, the Blueprint, yeah. So not the Black album. But everyone told everyone told him that he couldn't rap and everything like that, and so he self finances his first album and everything. Yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. And it's a good album, but self made like, man. His, I know his mom didn't buy it for him. Okay. Like, All right. So we got that. Yeah. Got Chris Pratt. Yeah. You know. Well, look, Rashida Jones. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, well. Quincy Jones' daughter. And I don't mind Rashida Jones. But like, it, every time I look at him, I'm like, well, if you were if you were not Quincy Jones' daughter, would you get this role? I don't think so. Because you're not that Maya, good. Maya Rudolph? Maya Rudolph's interesting because she is very funny. And there is clearly nepotism. Lenny Kravitz is another good example. Lenny yeah. Kravitz is incredibly talented. Do I think he would have that just easy path to becoming a rock star if his mom and dad weren't you know, famous? You know? Okay. No, I don't. I don't think so. And it's it's so it becomes this weird world. It's, it goes back to the Billie Eilish thing. It's like I don't want to condone crazy parents homeschooling their children to become specifically one thing, but. Good on you. I do hear in 2021 the number one song on Spotify is a acoustic song without auto tuned vocals, like it, in a vacuum. If you told me those things, like yeah, oh, I, I wanted to kind of you do ready this. for the trade off? Well, no, I wanted to do this with uh, like uh, you and our other friend who's a, a Chiefs fan. I said, well, come week three, if I were to tell you the Vikings and the Chiefs had the same record, how would you feel? I would not care. You wouldn't because no, you're not a sports I, yeah. fan. But like to a Chiefs fan, if I like if I would have said yeah. like, the Vikings and the Chiefs are gonna have the same record. First off, they would say, Well, wow, the Vikings are doing that good, you know? And they're like, and then they think and go, ah, no, Kirk Cousins? No. Fuck. And it's like, what if their record's one and two? Like, whoa, no, 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 there's no way, right? So that's the case. Yeah. But in a vacuum, if you were to tell me, okay, the number one pop song in two twenty twenty one, if you would tell me this five years ago, is going to be an acoustic guitar with a girl singing without any auto tune on her voice. That's going to be the number one song on Spotify. I'd be like, mm, no, I don't take that bet. That dog don't hunt, you know? That's what they say. And and here we are. And in a vacuum, I don't know who it is. I don't know all those other things, but like that, that is the nuts and bolts of that's what's going on or what did go on. I don't know what's number all one. All because of a crazy mom put far too much money into... Far too many things, and then that jackpot hit. And at the end of the day, oh, this could be a podcast a crazy fucking mom podcast. They're so crazy. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Check out the links below. Yeah, please do. Uh, I mean, go ahead and please, for the love of God, answer the question Is there any song that Billie Eilish has ever done that is better? Then Beach Boys Kokomo. Yep. I think it's a worthy debate. It's a worthy do, debate. Do a real King of the Mountain style. Just go through all of Billie Eilish's yep. catalog and go, is this better than Kokomo? And nope. let us know which one's better. Yep. And we'll do it. There's got to be one. No. Nope. Just one. Nope. Kokomo. All day long.